Greetings, everyone. Today, we will be speaking on the blessings of obedience. This is Suzanne Pillins from Suzanne's Ministries. We all struggle with distress, problems or difficulties in life. Even as Deuteronomy 4.30 says, When you are in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days, then turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice. That's good advice. When we turn to the Lord and obey his voice, God will take us out of our problems or distress. What brings us into distress? The disobedience of man? When man disobeys the word of God, they go their own way. Just as Adam and Eve disobeyed God and brought the world into sin and judgment, so too shall disobedience bring distress and difficulties into the world. And God will allow it. Because Romans 19 tells us, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Obedience has great consequences, but disobedience leads to sin and death. Obedience leads to righteousness and life, and we all need to learn obedience. Even Jesus had to says in Hebrews 5, 8-9, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Jesus' obedience to the Father has given us salvation and eternal life. Philippians 2, 8 says, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of a cross. And Hebrews 5.9 says, And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Jesus lived in perfect obedience to the Father. His obedience has secured our victory in him when we become obedient to him. We must be obedient to the Father, even as Jesus was. He never did anything except what the Father told him. In John alone, 11, even 12 times, it speaks of Jesus only doing the Father's will. How much should we only do the Father's will? The following passages from John shows Jesus' relationship with God in prayer. John three twenty seven says, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. And John five nineteen says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for whatsoever he does, the Son does in like manner. And then there's others of these in John 5.19, John 5.30, John 7.16-18, John 8.16, 
John 8, 28 to 29 and John 8, 38 and John 12, 49 to 50 and John 14, verse 10 and John fourteen twenty eight is for us. Because as it says in John fourteen ten, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me and does the work. Jesus had the Father living in him in order that he could do the Father's will. But we have the Holy Spirit living in us. John fourteen twenty six says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I said to you. However, it says in John sixteen thirty to 50, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will speak, not on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said, I will take of mine and declare it to you. So Jesus had the Father living in him, but we have the Holy Spirit in us, and we should seek to become more obedient, even in the smallest things, and grow in obedience until we reach the final levels in obedience. One day in London, I walked past a beggar sitting with his little brown dog near Victoria Station. Suddenly the Lord told me to go back and witness to him. I had every excuse. I did not want to do it. But when I did obey God, I went back and witnessed to him in obedience. That beggar accepted Jesus as Lord and Saviour. He's no longer a beggar. I so thank the Lord I obeyed him. There is a depth in God, an obedience in God, that brings absolute victory. But to this end we need to pray earnestly. We face problems in different forms daily. Sometimes we meet with overwhelming forces of darkness or hurt or even death. When someone dies and we don't know why, we feel helpless and on, we, on our own we are helpless. But there is someone who has overcome every problem, every sickness, and has overcome death itself, and this is Jesus. Jesus knew the Father at such depth that he was able to overcome death itself. There's a glimpse of light. In the physical realm, I compete in show jumping. But to face a challenging show jumping course, one has to know one's horse. You have to build up a relationship of trust and obedience from your horse through many hours of patient schooling. It is practicing with your horse at home that determines your success in the show jumping arena. And it is the same with God. 
We have to come to know God in prayer and to learn to hear him like Jesus did. Two, the refined levels. We can then step out in total obedience that leads to victory. Yet some of the challenges of life are very, very hard. But the harder the challenge, the greater our dependence of God must be. In him alone is victory over every form of darkness the devil can produce. God alone has a victory and this victory we need to find in him. So how do we find this victory in God? Through coming to him seriously in prayer, meeting with him, talking to him, listening to him. We need to make this connection with our spirit, heart and soul. This means determined prayer, not giving up until we have met with God and he with us. You know it when you've met with the living God and make this glorious connection that enables his light to penetrate your innermost being. His truth that enlightens your mind, his supernatural strength that comes into your very body, his victory that brings a result. For this is all about him finding out what he wants and finding out his will for you. In seeking his will, you find the victory of your life. This is success. For your victory is in his love as he sets you free to move forward in his love. So what is the result of Jesus' obedience? Luke eight twenty five says, But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying one to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. And Mark one twenty seven says, And they were all amazed, so they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even unclean spirits and they obey him. And Jeremiah 26.13 says, Now therefore amend your ways and your doings and obey the voice of the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent concerning the doom he has pronounced against you. Disobedience leads to disaster. But obedience leads to forgiveness and new life. God delights in obedience. God wants to bless you. Samuel said in 1 Samuel 15.22 Has the Lord great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice? As in obeying the law, voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. And the apostles say the same in... Acts 5.29 Peter and the other apostles replied We must obey God rather than man. So what must we do now to obey God? 1 John 5.2-4 says But this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is a victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Obedience of God gives us a victory that overcomes the world, the devil and evil. 2 Corinthians ten five to 6 says, 
casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. We need to be obedient even at the thought level and not allow any form of disobedience to enter our minds. For all disobedience is from the devil, whether spoken or argued by man or secretly entering in. We have the power of the Holy Spirit available to us to throw, throw out every negative thought and thus to stay clean. 2 Corinthians 2.8 says, Therefore I urge you to reaffirm your love for him. For this end I also wrote that I may put you to the test whether you are obedient in all things. Love God, for if we love God, we will be obedient to him. We will be tested, but if we truly love God, we will be able to resist disobedience and obey God. If you have not yet received Jesus as Lord and Saviour, and would like to do so now, would you say this prayer after me? Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness and live in obedience to you every day of my life. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Please, Lord, baptise me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. If you just pray this prayer, get yourself a Bible, pray every day, and find yourself a Christian fellowship. This is Suzanne Pillins, website www.pillins.co.uk. Uh, sorry, Suzanne's Ministries, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S, ministries.co.uk. God bless you, and remember Jesus loves you so much.